We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome back to Veterans Minimum. On this episode, we're going to be talking about Jimmy Butler. We're going to play some spitball, give you the games of the week and our picks, so stay tuned. We're back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was no, no. I just thought you changed it up. <laughs> no, 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 what it is good for? What is that? Absolutely nothing. Where's that coming? The thing. From? Wow. Oh, oh. good yeah. God, Joe. Yeah. Yo, shout out to MP. He's typing vertically. Yeah. What nice. is that? Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> he has a backwards. <laughs> He's like impaling <laughs> himself with his laptop. His lap, his keyboard is perpendicular to the floor. Yeah, like that's his, amazing. His key, it's like on his stomach. Yeah, what it's like is when that? you're choking and you lean over a chair. That's what he's doing. Right Yo, now. you know I did that to save my own life once. Yeah, so I think that's a lie. But you've told that story. Now. I swear <laughs> to God. You well, hold on. You gave yourself the Heimlich. No, I didn't give myself the Heimlich. But you're supposed to like, if you're by yourself, you're supposed to lean over the thing of a chair. I don't know if it helped. I was mad young, but like that's why I think it was a lie. I. I was in the basement and I was eating like a jawbreaker, a lemon head, or it was yellow as fuck, right? So I had it in my mouth and all of a sudden I was like, you know, you're choking oh, really bad shit. when you can't even get air in. I'm the jawbreaker yeah, yeah. too. I was just like, oh my God. They make movies about that. So I walked over to a chair and I just like jumped and like hit my, and it came out. Damn, you could have lost me, dude. Yo, I, you, we've, that's a uh, lie, we've, bro. we've, we've <laughs> yo, I had to say, why lie about that? Because that's a lie. Nah, I was mad scared. I There's no I, way I, you'd have the wherewithal as like a little kid because you said you were like nine or ten. That's not, yo, you, you never, wherewithal is fire. But you never know what you're capable of. Yo, I was choking one time on a piece of meat, like one of the stringy ones. Hey, <laughs> yo! <laughs> Joe almost lost his, his water right there. But it was in. All right, this is gonna. There's no way to get around. Oh, yeah, the meat was in your throat. Was, the meat was in my throat, real deep down. Dog. So I had to. T- I took my middle finger, and my thumb, and I just reached down there and I fucking pulled it out. I've said this story on <gasps> your podcast. Like yeah, that. he almost but died eating sandwich. Recently, <laughs> recently, um, I was eating a Subway sandwich, and my mom was in the car. Eat fresh. 
And I thought that I was being a hero and I literally put it in my mouth and I didn't even like bite. I just like swallowed the whole thing. And you know how they say when you're about to die, your life passes in front of you? <laughs> you would have deserved to die. Yo, <laughs> so here's the thing, right? I start gasping and like, like Joey was wheat, saying man. how... <laughs> it actually was whole wheat. Uh, as Joey was saying before, I'm trying to get air and I couldn't. And I'm just like... Going like that, and my mom sees me. She pulls over. Yo, I did the same shit Tim did. I put my whole hand in my mouth, took it out, and I immediately start laughing my ass off. My mom hits me in the back of the head. She's like, she, my mom started crying and shit. I was like, yo, I was out. <laughs> I was like, yo, I was out. I literally saw mad shit flash in front of my eyes, and then and it felt like it was like a seven minute thing. Yo, honestly, my mom was like, yo, it was like fifteen seconds. Yeah, honestly, because we're friends, like. I would never tell anyone you died from a subway sandwich. <laughs> I, I'd make something up for you. It, yeah, you I would have say, to like. I'm like, yeah, no, no I'm he, speechless he, uh, that you tried to swallow a sandwich. Hold. He got stung by a bee. How about he he something. he choked on a foot long. Listen, you trying to cover up your? I am, I am, I am. We haven't forgot about that. That's okay? recorded for life too. <laughs> I once yeah. saved my little brother's life from choking. I gave him the Heimlich. <laughs> right out. Yo, choking's terrifying. Yeah, I've never bro. had a choking experience. You don't. Yeah, it's not cool. <laughs> not that anyone goes out of their way to do that, but no, just, it's just like I get paranoid sometimes, especially when you're fucked up and eating. Like that's it's nah. high danger, high danger. <laughs> I get fit so much food in my mouth when I'm fucked up. It's crazy. I have no regard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Whoa, my voice oh. is cracking. Yeah, we're starting off hot. Here we go, choking. Oh, my voice is cracking. I'm getting scared. Um, anyway, let's talk about Jimmy Butler mm. and Andrew Wiggins. Mm. His brother. Yeah, his brother, Nick Wiggins. <laughs> Nick Wiggins. Legendary shit. Who played at Wichita State, by the way. Guys going to get traded. Wants to get traded. Narrowed it down to three teams. Clippers, Clippers Nets, Nets Knicks. and the Knicks. Yeah. The, the Knicks are always on everyone's list, and they never go there. I, Ever. I loved when this happened because immediately Impy went into panic mode <laughs> and sent 30 texts in a row. He's like, yo, everyone's untouchable on the Knicks. Like, we're not trading for anyone. Not Kyrie. Blue regime, not Blue regime. Yeah. He's like, we got the pieces. I was like, <laughs> someone's scared. We're always scared when shit like this happens. I mean, what kind of package does Butler get from the Knicks if, if that's the case? Wait, can we go into like... Sure, sure. Like, Jimmy Butler, this is the second time, really, where he's had a problem where he was. No, he was in Chicago. He had a problem as Both, well, right? Same coach, no? Same coach, Tips. yeah. And if, what's what's crazy... Well, actually, it was... Uh, in Chicago, wasn't he complaining about the players? Though? Who's the guy from Iowa State that took over? Hoiberg. Yeah, oh, yeah. It was right. So, right, towards yeah. the tail end of Hoiberg. He really liked playing for Thibodeau because Thibodeau also kind of made him a star. Remember early Jimmy Butler was playing like 47 of the 48 minutes in like those games against the Cavaliers. Oh, it was the Heat then uh, when Derrick Rose was still on the team. So, the thing with Jimmy Butler is... I think... The Timberwolves made a mistake bringing him in because you had a guy that you were grooming to be your alpha in Carl Anthony Towns. When you bring in Jimmy Butler, that's an alpha. And it's one of those things. It's like, yo, who's going to give up the alpha role? And then you also got Wiggins, who he's his own situation because that contract is horrendous. That guy can't. He's a volume shooter that isn't efficient. And he's an overrated defender on the wing, in my opinion. I feel like he got that contract straight up off hype. Like, everyone's always been hyped about him, and he got yeah, the Yeah, let's not forget, hype. look, the kid's, what, 22, 23 years old? He's still young. But, yeah, it is it is a max deal that I think they're going to regret. But going back, it's, I think Minnesota, they needed to build their team around Carl uh, Anthony Towns. That was the, everyone's consensus. It still is. Like, yo, if you could draft anyone, clean slate, number one pick that's under, like, 25 years old, Carl Anthony Towns is everyone number one pick. Mm. So, I think when you bring in Jimmy Butler, there was going to be a rift there, too. Keep in mind... How they got Jimmy Butler 
Where they, that saw today he played 65 games, I think it was, for the T-Wolves. Yeah. They traded Laurie Markkinen, who mm-hmm. I think would have been a perfect compliment for Towns. It's like a yeah. stretch four. Uh, he played down low, too, if you need him. Chris Dunn, mm-hmm. a young point guard who they drafted. Which they gave up on right away. Right, and Zach Levine. So yeah. three young, big pieces for them to get not even a full season of Jimmy Butler. So that's a, a setback in itself. Um, a team that was like kind of rebuilding. I don't know why they went after the star right away. I mean, he was available, so I guess get him while you can. But I thought they had something going with those three guys and then Wiggins and Towns in place. I don't know why there was the need to make that move for Jimmy Butler. And I feel like, it, like NBC said, if the Knicks were to do it, it'd kind of be like the same situation the Wolves were in last year where the Knicks are finally putting nice pieces together. Why break it all up for one guy? You know, I think so I would I wouldn't make that move right now if I, I was the Knicks. I think also Jimmy Butler is is like he's like a B plus kind of player to me. Now in the playoffs he played really well, and you could tell the difference between when they're he's on the court and when he's not on the court. But he's not the kind of guy who could take a franchise and turn it around. He's the kind kind of guy who can be a number two on a team and have a chance, a number three and be a championship type squad. But he treats himself like Nick said as alpha as a number one guy. He gets paid like the number one guy. So is this the kind of guy I want to give up young pieces for? He's also, like you said, had problems in two separate places. Chicago, and now that I thought it was with the same coach. It's not. It was Hoiberg, and now with Thibodeau, who he had a great relationship in the past. So what has changed? I think it's more so he it's has a lot of red flags. With Wiggins and Towns, supposedly, is a thing. Like they said, he doesn't like Towns' mindset and Wiggins. He has beef with Wiggins. Like, they're young. So, I mean, he's a veteran. He uh, came in, and he took, he took the most... Uh, shots under two minutes of anyone on that team and he only assisted on one bucket that towns had in under two minutes so this is a guy who definitely wanted to be the alpha and he didn't want anyone else to shine and when you got a guy like carl anthony towns you got to build around him not a guy who's also he's over 30 let's not forget that too this is a guy who has a lot of miles on him too and you know he does miss like 15 to 20 games a year for the most part is is he a problem like a locker room problem he has been. So. I'm, I'm, what? I don't think so. I mean, he's no, beefing I, with the two stars on the team that he got traded to. I think no, that's a problem. I that's think what I'm it's saying. A, I think it's a thing of old head versus like young bucks. Like Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah, but that would be a problem. Okay. Right. All right, fine. But it's. But then I also was going to say. It's a personality. Like Carl Anthony Towns always tweeting about video games. Jimmy Butler's 35. wants to go out to the club. Like he was like, nah, I'm going to stay and play video games. Like he's old. Like it, it's All right, but not like, a good fit. Okay, that's fine. Like, but everyone does different shit. Like fucking Gordon Hayward plays video games too. Like the fuck. But there's nothing going Bro. on in the in the locker room over there. Yeah, it's also the culture is completely winning. different. Yeah. No, but yeah, but not only. But what I'm saying is, if it happens twice, because in Chicago there was problems too. He was complaining. Him and D Wade were like, "Oh, no one wants to win" or whatever. Didn't he say that? Yeah. And then now it's a problem here. It's like, all right. So the question I was proposing is, is Jimmy Butler good enough to throw off your locker room chemistry? No. And and not only that, like, I, I don't want to sound like a dick, but Jimmy Butler is accusing people of not knowing how to win. What the fuck is Jimmy Butler, everyone? I mean, bro, there were phenomenal teams with the Bulls. Like, he played alongside of MVP and Derrick Rose. They, they know how to win. And what have they what have they ever won? And to be fair, short he won playoff series. But he can't he, he also came to Minnesota and he he got them in the playoffs. He's that good of a player to be the third piece on a play on an eighth seed. They were the eighth seed. Yeah, yeah he's but, not that bad. Yeah, he could he can make a team an eighth seed. But is that are you gonna throw up your entire locker room for that? I don't know. I've never been a Jimmy Butler guy personally. I love Jimmy Butler. I I didn't like him as much when he was in college because he went to Marquette. But he's I think one of the better two way players in the game. So where do you think he's gonna land? New York. 
Isaiah. Uh, Eventually, that's not, not specific now. enough because Brooklyn's on his list yeah, too. So. But I think I think the Knicks. Ne- and he's about to flip out. There are some no, for- I'm just saying, <laughs> Look, there are some former. I told on Colin Coward. There were some former NBA players who just have their finger on the pulse, and they say that New York's going to be a destination next year. And they say Kyrie and Jimmy Butler might go. If Ke- if Knox is a good year, if Porzingis comes back, that's going to be a favorable destination. That's a that's a hot four people in an Eastern Conference where you're going to be in the finals if that's your four guys. I could be optimistic, but I think that that's the the play. The trade, though, that's a different story. So the reason why the Knicks are going to be a destination is because Noah and Lee contracts are coming off the books if they don't get rid of them anytime soon, which they probably won't. And then you'll have one more year of uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. So you have Frank on a rookie deal. You'll have Knox. I think the way the Knicks should approach it is, yo, don't play Porzingis at all. right? Tank again. Even if he comes back, what are you? You're going to win 35 games as opposed to winning 24? Who cares? You're still going to get... Uh, you're going to be in the lottery regardless. So you don't play Porzingis because this guy also got hurt. What, do you remember when you went to that game? Wasn't it like December, January? Do I remember that game? There, there was, that, was from, that was the worst <laughs> game I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> that, that went from Porzingis dunking on someone to the entire soul of the entire arena getting sucked out and up through the rafters, and that was it. Yeah. The rest well, of the game was done. But like I, yeah, I think it was January, Jan- by the yeah, way. it was like January. <laughs> was January. So don't play him. Let Knox go out there and shoot thirty-five times a game. Uh, good stats, bad team guy wins rookie of the year. So now when you're, it's Steve Mills that's still the GM. Yeah, Steve Mills, and you get Fizdale, and you'll be like, at, at um free agency meetings, you'll be like, yo, look, we got a rookie of the year. You know about KP. We have these shitty legends coming off the books. We have cap space. Let's go and get Kyrie wants to come here. Kevin Durant has said on many, many different outlets, him and his uh, agent, Rich Kleiman, is from Brooklyn. They have their businesses in Brooklyn. It's all smoke. My man speaking. Wait, hold on. It's all smoke, right? But LeBron went out to LA because he had his crib and he wants to shoot movies and shit. Is Durant's media company what not in Dumbo? Time? Bro. It, it is. It's right there in Dumbo. And and yo. You can, you can monitor that from anywhere else. And, and Durant has said that him and Kyrie really want to, he would love to hoop with them. So, that's a. I would much rather. Yo, don't go after Jimmy Butler if it means that you could potentially land KD. Yo, like I think that's. So Jimmy Butler. I take back everything I said. I go with Nick. 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 That's that's Jimmy that's Butler what should happen. Isn't stupid. Like, <laughs> why are the Clippers on his team on his list over the Lakers? It's because those are the three teams that can pay him the most money. That of the most course. Carries. Yeah. So why did Melo resign with the Knicks? Because they gave him twenty five million dollars more than any other team could. Yeah, but Melo came here before that. Sure. Like, yeah. It, it, you just, but I'm saying, when with the last contract that he signed, everyone's like, yo, he's loyal to New York. He's loyal to New York. It's like, yeah, dog. He also got $25 million more right, than that's also where else. Loyalty, too. Like, he could have went somewhere else and won. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but $25 million will keep me in. Right. Loyalty to what? Robbing money? Loyalty no. to losses? All right. When you're an athlete, <laughs> if you were an athlete, you wouldn't see it that way. Well, what? I'm just saying, like, you. Robbing money. That's not robbing no, money. No, it's not robbing money. Yo, you're as good as whatever. Yeah. But it's you're not loyalty. Us, whatever. How is that not loyalty? It's you not loyalty. You could have went somewhere else for. Nah, it's money. Well, not 25 million for 17 million, something around that, and won. That's a lot not of money. Not won a ring, That's, but he would have won. Nah, you chase your money if you're an athlete. Yo, your shelf life is small. You you, you get paid if you can. I don't think loyalty. But I, I, I wouldn't want the. It, it, for Butler, like, for you to trade for Butler, he needs to guarantee you that, yo, I'm going to re-sign with you, too. Because that's another thing. You don't want to give up these ads. Like, 
look at what Minnesota's in. You mentioned those three guys that they got rid of. Yo, I think Chicago's going to make noise this year. They got a young-ass core that they're going to develop together. And look, those three pieces, Minnesota's probably saying to themselves, damn, yo, we traded we traded away three young assets for 65 games and an ace seed for Jimmy Butler, and now he's not going to even re-sign with us? You got to be hating yourself. And then you have no leverage in free, in uh, at the trade deadline because people are going to be like, yo, I'm not going to give up yeah, mad shit out. for Butler because he's not going to re-sign with me. I agree. Yeah. It's a tough situation. I think any. I don't think any team, unless it's the Clippers, or Yo, the Nets. But I don't know what the Nets. Are, what are the Nets going to move for him? Like uh, an expiring contract and Damari Carroll to get I, some cap room. What if you're the Knicks and, the, and you could give up Hardaway and Noah? Those both expiring contracts <laughs> yeah, and well, get Butler. Of course, of course but they're right, not going to accept that. Why not? Expiring contracts is the is the name of the game. Yeah, but you're you because, can't because he has some sort agents. of value. He you has can't value. Get, you can't get free agents to come play with. With Carl Anthony Towns and Andrew Wiggins next year? I think you can. And Tim Hardaway is going to be a free agent the, the year after. And he's a he's a good they, shooting guard that if you put the ball in his hands, he's a good third compliment shooter on the outside. They could also win with Jimmy Butler if he stays. He's, no, if they yeah. don't trade him. I, I, that was the plan, right? They're not going to give him up for nothing. Yo, the only way the Knicks can get rid of it. Noah to Minnesota is if Thibodeau really wants to reunite like the 2011 Bulls, which is what he's doing. I think like Luol <laughs> Deng just signed with them too, yeah. which is absurd. <laughs> Luol Deng was Luol the worst Dang. contract. D the Rose Lakers. too, like what? That's a guy who like, like he dated a girl like 10 years ago, thought it was going to get married, broke his heart, and then he's just dated girls that look exactly like her ever since. It's the same thing. Just say, oh, give it up, bro. It's over. Go on to the new stuff. Who, dang? Jesus. No, nah, no, nah, Thibodeau. Oh, Tibbs. Yeah. Tibby. Uh, Yeah. I mean, how do you guys feel, like, in general about players just coming out and being like, yeah, I don't want to fucking play anymore? I kind of feel like you're leaving them out to dry. I think it's a little different when I you're mean, a professional, but it also kind of sucks. I feel as if your heart's not there. Why are you, like, why do I got to go to battle with you? Like, I don't think your loyalty is there. I don't think your mind is there. You, yeah, you're checked out is what I'm, I'm trying to say. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. It's like, I got to go out there and I got to trust you, bro. Like, I got to count on you to make plays or, like, be at a certain spot. And when you're saying, like, I don't want to be here, you're one foot out the door. Like, you're just, me- like, you're not there all mentally, you know? I mean, not it, mentally all there. It's not retiring me ring at halftime. It's not, you know, it's not that bad. That was so fire. Oh, man. I think it's also different with basketball and football. Like, if you're looking at this at a basketball standpoint, I see where Jimmy, I see what Jimmy Butler is talking about. And if you demand a trade, it doesn't mean that you can't play because it's still, it's still a game of individualism at the end of the day. It's not like every part needs to run smoothly in order for the whole to run smoothly. Football is different. Like, every single part of the, the, Team needs to run smoothly. If the quarterback's beefing with the wide receiver, that's going to have an effect on everyone. Mm-hmm. If the left tackle is beefing with the running back, that's going to have an effect on everyone. So it's it's because you know because they don't want to sign or don't want to take money. You see with the Steelers, it's it's the exact thing that's happening with the Steelers now with Antonio Brown and with Le'Veon Bell. Like they're two guys, and you got people in their own locker room coming out and talking out against them. And who knows how much of it has been a factor. In these losses, and now there's beef between Ben and Antonio Brown. All of a sudden, it's it's it, this this shit spirals. So I think in football, it's a little more of a dick move than it is in basketball. Personally, when you come out and request a request a trade, or you go behind someone's back and say, "Yo, we should try to get rid of him," i.e., the Kyrie thing, it ends bad. 
then Kyrie wants out of Boston because he feels like he's been stabbed in the back. Now Butler, with him saying that he had the meeting with the Wolves and and then the report came out that he asked for a trade and then Andrew Wiggins' brother is posting this shit and like Carl Anthony Towns is throwing subs and Wiggins is like, yeah, I'm not going to go out there. Well, you you got to get rid of me. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Wiggins by next Thursday, not Wiggins, sorry, Butler's on a different team. Like it's yeah. going to happen quick, I think. Yeah, because when when something like that happens, it's like we guys you damage these guys in the same court now. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I, they're at the end of the day, they are professionals, so like I think they'll make it work. Like if even if they don't get rid of Jimmy Butler, right? Of course they can make it work, but at the same time, they're professionals, but they are humans. So it's like right. No matter what, mentally, it's like yeah, I don't fuck with you. Like right. right. So we just basically talk shit about each other through Insta, uh, Instagram story, the yeah. fucking hallelujah shit. So it's like it's weird if I'm passing you the ball. What happened? I didn't see the Instagram stories. Cause like you know how he said hallelujah or whatever. Who said that? His brother. Nick Wiggins. He wrote hallelujah when it was like oh he requested a trade or whatever, Uh, and then Jimmy Butler on his Instagram story was was like like, working out, working out, and then he ran over to the camera was like hallelujah. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I did. Did you see Stephen Jackson's post? I did. Yo, I love Stephen Jackson. (laughs) Just sits there. He don't give a fuck. I feel like he has a black and mild like in his hand, but he doesn't show it. He's a guy that said that he's played high in every single one of his games. (laughs) Seriously, that he was high in all of his games, and here he is. We're sitting here, not talking about him being a pothead or nothing. We're not talking about they didn't give him any kind of shit when he was there. But nah, Josh Gordon smokes smokes weed while he's playing. Ostracized forever. Not forever. I'm pretty sure he's going to have the last laugh this year. We'll talk about that yeah, later. Yeah, he's still in the NFL. Um, but yeah, all right, cool. You guys want to get to some spitball? Hold- what? Put. Sp- <laughs> That was like a gross one. Yeah, yeah. Why I've been it? trying to make it as as gross as possible lately. Starting with around Europe we go. Champions League is back. And yes, I am wearing my Borussia Dortmund jersey because not only was it my guy Pulisic's 20th birthday. Shout out to the GOAT. Happy birthday. He also came in as a sub, scored the game winner. Should have whipped his balls out and be like, this is what we're working with. But he didn't do that. Uh, Barcelona also won 4-0, a, what I think is going to be the Champions League final. Liverpool played PSG, boss. Absolute bar fight. 3-2 Liverpool. Your boy got a red card in his debut with Juventus. Might miss his return to Manchester United. He has not gone back to Man U since he left. So he hasn't gone back to play at Old what Trafford. Do you mean he might. Don't you definitely get suspended afterwards? They're gonna they're gonna appeal it and whatnot. And uh, it's probably gonna get overturned because it's Ronaldo. It's not some square. Yeah. They're gonna miss out on Ronaldo returning. Yeah, that shit's gonna be like Psych! probably one of the highest rated games in Champions League history. Ten goals with all that. <laughs> and then uh, Real Madrid also took care of business in their first game back. Yeah, uh, Bones is back. Uh, John Bones got his USADA suspension, fifteen months. After a long time, he's eligible to fight October 28th or any day after that. Mm. So um, I think Dana White tweeted he'll be back early next year, which is weird because I thought he'd main event the 230 card since there's no main event for that. But yeah, John Bones is back. Cormier has no interest in fighting with teams. He's fighting Lesnar. He said he has a fight lined up with Lesnar. I don't see any reason to go back and revisit you know, his trilogy with Jones for now. So we'll see what's in store. I hope hopefully Gus, Gustafson will be uh, the fight they booked for Jones. So, yeah, Johnny Bones Jones is back. Can't believe it's been 15 months already. Crazy. Uh, everything looking gorgeous. The Forbes list came out for the number uh, for the football, the number one football team at value. There you go. The Cowboys, $5 billion the first 
Uh, NFL franchise would be worth $5 billion. Next in comes the Patriots at $3.8 billion. So a big gap there. And Jerry Jones doing the right thing over there. Uh, the Giants, 3.3. The Rams, 3.2. Redskins, 3.1. And Niners, $3.05 billion is the top five valued uh, teams on the Forbes list for the NFL. Why couldn't this should be like baseball? You just go buy an offensive line and a quarterback, break the bank. I mean, the Mets don't, so... That's true. Uh, where where the hell are esports takeover? For the first time ever, a um, professional video game player was on the cover of ESPN the magazine, Ninja mm-hmm. of uh, Fortnite fame. And yo, this is going to be an event esports. They're not sure exactly what the video game is going to be, but in the upcoming Olympic Games, you're going to be able to compete for a gold medal. So Michael Phelps, watch out because uh, what was his name? Feeker, Fiker. The guy that we liked. What? The guy that faker. What the hell are you talking about? Remember? <laughs> yo, you popped for him when we were watching it at the Mandalorian Oh, his Bay. name was Punk. Was it Punk? Yeah, it was Punk. What was I saying? I don't know. Faker. What but the yeah, fuck is a, that? He's like the number one League of Legends player, so he might be up there with Phelps, brother. It's fucking cool. It's my son. And all- <laughs> <laughs> that is. No, it's not. That very That's much goals, is. bro. That's well, super hater, goals. Bro. What? When I'm out there again, comparing a, uh, someone playing video games to Michael Phelps. If he breaks Michael Phelps' gold records, I, I might as well just not stop watching the Olympics. A lot of people not are stopping. Stop watching? Not stopping. No watching. one's going to break. Sorry, stop Michael watching. Wait, is Michael Phelps' record an Olympic record or a U.S. record? Olympic gold Olympic. medal record. Olympic gold oh, okay. medal record. Okay. I'm I was going to ask me. Fuck it. It's impossible for him to do it, though. Unless there's multiple. No, because you, video don't, game age as a, you don't age as a gamer. True. Them reflexes go, dog. You know, nah. ha, ha, ha. Carpal yeah. tunnel. Carpal tunnel. Wilmer Flores got diagnosed with early onset arthritis. Right. Bro, David Price. <laughs> He's a med. That's why. Jesus David so. Price missed the start because of carpal tunnel against, of course, the Yankees who own him. So leave it at that. It was Fortnite. <laughs> was the reason. Eight one. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, hot races. Uh, <laughs> the Rockies got swept by the Dodgers. Yeah, so uh, the Dodgers series. took a commanding two and a half game lead in the NL West. Uh, the Brewers are two and a half behind the Cubs in the NL Central. And in the wild card, the Rockies are one and a half games behind the Cardinals. So a lot of tight races in the NL, not particularly the AL. Everything's pretty much locked up. The Red Sox are going to win the division any day now. The Indians already won the division. It was the earliest clinch since a long time, like the 50s or the 60s. With like 15 games left, they clinched. And in the AL West, is going to be the Astros, of course. And... The A's rounding out the AL, so some scrappy A's. Follow that NL race, those NL races instead. There's a lot of tight ones there. The East is probably the only division that's sealed with the Braves. Otherwise, it's going to come down to probably the last series of the season. So good races ahead. The agony of Colorado fans if they miss out again, like with like 85 wins. Well, they were in last year with a wild card. They lost to Arizona. Well, I mean, miss out on the, like the main tournament. Right. Only a memory. Uh, South Korea is already demolishing the stadiums from the Olympics. Uh, there's not much more to say besides that, right? That, but uh, a lot of uh, economic problems have derived from these empty stadiums uh, going unused, uh, particularly in our homeland, Greece. Um, it was a big reason for the collapse of Greece was the Olympics in Greece, yep. uh, because these giant stadiums needed to be maintained and they needed to be paid for, and they were being unused. So there was a giant expense with no income coming out of them. So that's that's been the story for. Brazil was yep. going through a big economic downturn because of the World Cup. So, uh, you know, the Koreans are known for their, like, efficiency. So the Koreans are being efficient. 
it is it, it makes no sense and i know we're american and it's easy for us to say but world cup olympics it should be here we don't need to build anything yeah there's there's like 75 college stadiums that can host big ass events and all these countries fall into debt and then it, yo there where i think phelps won a gold medal in the athens games right now that shit is like contaminated it hasn't been used in like a decade it's just sitting there and you waste all this money for no reason it's dumb yeah go to the big house rose bowl 120,000 yeah, people give me a break Greece, run around that usain bolt <laughs> uh all right cool uh let's talk some football we got uh, the games of the week here we got three games highlighted we got the jets tonight baby we yes. do have the jets that are going to be on in like an hour yeah. Yep. What time is it? Uh, it's like seven ten. It's exactly seven ten. Good, good, good job. Well, I'm looking at the time. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, that's like really great guess. It's like yeah, it's a good guess. <laughs> Whatever, it's not a big deal. Uh, first game that we have highlighted here: Saints against the Falcons. Boast, boast. Both teams are one and one. Falcons are at home. Uh, Saints defense has looked loose. Mm. Falcons have had their weirdness, um, but. This is a game that I'm kind of staying away from, to be honest with you. This I think could go either way. Hundred percent. I, I obviously I'm a I'm a Saints believer. I picked them to win the Super Bowl, and they they've they start off a little uh, weak in that in terms of that. I'm also a Falcons hater for the most part because everyone knows my feelings about Matt Ryan. Mm-hmm. But I do, I do also leave open for the fact that the Saints are. I mean, the Falcons are completely capable of winning this game. Um, it's going to be a shootout, I think. Is gonna be uh, it's gonna be a hard time stopping both offenses. Uh, Tevin Coleman in the backfield has been a lot more efficient than Devonta Freeman in the last year or so, and I think he opens up the passing game a lot. I was gonna say it was that way before he went down with the injury against yep. the Giants. I yep. think it was. Two I was years gonna bring ago. that up. His rookie year. A lot of people are forgetting that Tevin Coleman when he came Indiana. Yeah, they were both rookies that year. They were like, "Yo, this is the back." And then he go he goes down against the Giants, and then Freeman took off, and then Freeman had that monster year with Shanahan, and then he got paid. And I've always thought that Coleman was the better back. Definitely more versatile, too. And the offense just flows better when he's in there. It's the same thing I used to tell Tim last year about DeMarco Murray and Derrick Henry. The better of the two backs was easily, if you the, just the eye test, was Derrick Henry. Which is not saying much for DeMarco Murray. <laughs> well, that's why DeMarco Murray's in a booth now. Ito yeah. Smith also had a pretty good game, so you're not missing that in between the tackles guy because you have him in Edo Smith so I, I want to see how the Saints defense responds as you said the Saints defense was super suspect but then you look back and Tampa Bay lit up another defense this week yeah so it's not a one-off kind of thing like the Saints are giving up points to this lowly offense that can't put up points obviously that's not the case now so it makes you feel a little better about that uh, and they played a good game against the Browns but the Browns missed out on eight points on missed field goals so could have lost to the Browns very easily if those field goals go in. So if you're the Saints, I think I think Michael Thomas has has, a, has to have a giant game again. Uh, I think you got to get the running game going somehow on the ground, not with Kamara. Although Kamara is going to catch probably like 15 balls. Yeah, I was gonna say like 115. Yeah, because um, McCaffrey last week so against excited. the Falcons just killed him. But yo, Kamara, shady, 3.9 yards per carry in his career. He does all his damage out the backfield. Yeah. Um, that's because I feel like he needs space. Right, he does. Like, oh, yeah. he does all his damage. Yeah. space. and he's also a smaller guy. He's not right. built like he, he's a scat he's back. Yeah. yeah, he's lean. You're not gonna rely on this dude to like get two yards. Like, yeah. it's not, like he's not a banger. Like third and two, let's give it a Kamara. Like, well, fuck that. No. Like, I'd rather do a swing pass or like a toss or something. You know what I mean? 
That's There's, what Mark Ingram was for. Yeah, 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 exactly. When he comes back, that offense is gonna is gonna be even next level, even more. Agreed. Because like you say, where you I forgot what team you were talking about. Oh, it was Dallas, where, like last year or some shit, where you kept talking about like controlling Dude. the clock. Yeah. And you're able to do that with with Mark Ingram, and then to send Kamara out there to catch. 14 passes, he'll be chilling. Yeah. Hope so. I'm a fantasy team. Especially Mike and Michael Thomas is taking such a giant step forward. That's oh another my God. That's another weapon. Also on, my fantasy on team. Uh, my fantasy team. Yo, there's two guys <laughs> in this uh, <laughs> on both sides of the field. Um, Ken Crowley has given up 9 of 10 targets against them. There you go. He's like bottom 15 in uh, PFF in um, yards allowed as a corner. And this is a guy who really emerged last year opposite of Lattimore. And then Brian Poole. Has given up 95% of the passes out of the slot. Mike Thomas, your boy Joey, lines up half of his routes he's ran out of the slot this year. So that's clearly a mismatch. Breeze is probably going to... He's going to probably have like 17 catches this week. Especially if he's lining up the slot as much as he is. Because it's clearly a mismatch. And Breeze, Breeze, yo, they all their targets go to two guys. It's Kamara and it's Mike Thomas. Yeah, and Ted Ginn usually catches like one good pass. Yeah. I think Ben Watson might have a little bit of a sleeper big game this week. I think he's he's on the docket for a big one. Yeah, I think it's going to be a shootout, too. I, I actually think, I mean, the Saints had a good game last week on the defensive side, aside from that Antonio Callaway bomb on fourth down, that breakdown. But I don't know. I see I, when you get two dome teams playing each other, it's bound to be a shootout. You know, both teams comfortable indoors. Um, both teams with explosive offenses. Matt Ryan combined for four touchdowns last week. So after lackluster week one, they finally, you know, had that offense together last week. So if they can carry, you know, keep progressing as a team, as a unit, um, I still I think we see like a thirty five thirty game. <sighs> four four for four in the red zone too where the Falcons last week. Mm. It Matt Ryan were it most people saw what, what week one and said Matt Ryan sucks and then saw week two and said Matt Ryan's back. I saw week one and said, All right, there's a little hope and then I saw week two and it's like he's no, there's not. He hit the deep balls that he was throwing we're hanging in the air and inaccurate. It's I don't I don't believe in the Falcons offense to be a big play explosive offense because of that. And I think that's going to hinder them going forward. I think that's why the Saints wins. I think the Saints have more big plays. I think now once they're going to start getting Calvin Ridley more involved, don't forget this is a first round pick too. Mm-hmm. Scored his first touchdown last week. Yeah, I think you're going to have him and Julio, the Bama boys on the outside, and then you got Mo Sanu in the slot. I think now once they get comfortable with Ridley, Yo, yo, you took him in the first round for a reason. The guy is clearly talented. Yeah. And I think once Ryan gets comfortable <clears throat> with him, watch out. Yeah. I think, like, I am I mean, in the past, it was a big deal when Julio wasn't getting those red zone targets or his touchdowns were low. But I don't think that's an issue anymore. I think, like you said, Calvin really is more than capable in the red zone. Most news is more than capable in the red zone. I think it, you know, gives a chance for Julio to maybe shine more now in that area. So we'll see going forward. But. I I'll, I'll probably lean the Falcons here. I think they're at home. They're three they and a half point favorites. Yeah. I think it is. So big division game, second one back to back for the Falcons. Um, we'll see. I I like the Falcons here. Also, I mean, you picked the Saints to win the the Super Bowl. So I mean, do you, where what the hell happened to this defense that was so amazing? I, I don't think anything happened to them. I no? think last year they started slow slow as well. This slow? Yes, this slow. They got well. I will they didn't give up 48 points, but they got they got manhandled the first few weeks. It's a little different when Brady manhandles you and then when Ryan Fitzpatrick is <laughs> MVP it, favorite. I mean, is it when Ryan Fitzpatrick does it twice in a row? Against, against, the, Eagles. The, against the Eagles, against the defending champs? I wish that guy wasn't so confusing. Yeah. <laughs> he's so confusing. There's about seven franchises that doing. feel that way too. Yeah. I never know what he's doing. 
She's like, why do I hate? Like, ah. That's crazy. This guy's going to get another contract. So. Who you got in this game? I like the Saints. I don't know. I, I don't know. It, it's so close, and usually when it's close like this, I'm like, well, I'll just go with the home team then because mm. these are two teams that I think kind of mirror each other in a way, especially with Coleman now. It's like, all right, well, this is not as good as Kamara, but he's a he's a good running back, and he could run the ball, and he could catch the ball, and like whatever. And like, there's just weapons everywhere all over the offenses. So, and I think that the Saints' defense, like, I don't know if they're just trap. Like, they need to just find their footing again because they were such a good defense last year. But I don't know. I agree with you. These teams do mirror each other, and at every position that is mirrored, the Saints are either equal or superior. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? Let me just take the home team then. I'm not confident in it at all. I'm gonna go with the Falcons too. I think every pick Joey makes, you said he says I'm not confident at all. <laughs> it's hard to be confident in the this beginning game, of the year, man. No, yeah, I feel like two games. I feel like after week four, that's when you really get a sense of what's happening this year, yeah. and you can throw out last year's shit altogether and just base yourself on this year's team. I'm pretty confident in my picks, like Yo, later on. By the way, guarantee three and zero. Just I also saying. said the same thing. Imagine we had the same picks. I mean, I'm, we got to balance back. I'm kind of confident as well. I'm confident like you my spot on top. Facts. Well, after, after they can't baby. beat you. Yeah, mean, even if, can, if you go three season. and zero, he's all uh, not not so not much. this week, but it's a long season. Yeah, it's a long season. Trust me, I know all about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's get to the next game here. We have the Rams at the Chargers. Rams two and zero. Just giving everyone the dick. Todd, Todd Gurley quit the game. Does, like that, does that surprise you though? Does that surprise you? At no, at not at all, yeah. dude. I remember before the season, like you know, how, like football season starts coming around, and you just kind of like forget where certain players are and shit. And you're like, let me just go through some of the rosters. Looking at the Rams roster, I'm like, are you who? Why did we let this yeah. happen? Yeah. <laughs> who so, let this happen? That's the thing that I've been saying about the Rams. Like I, I try to get too cute, and I pick like the Chargers and the Texans <laughs> and shit. And it's like, yo, look, this team. This team overachieved last year, and all they did this offseason was add star, 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 star. Three guys that were top 25 in PFF as defensive backs, Sam Shields, Peters, and Tlaib. You get Sue, right? Sure, you lose Robert Quinn, who's been a big part of your defense. Fine. Head down year last year, though. But you get get Sue, and you pair him with Donald. That's just help. Send help is what every offensive line is saying. Unfair. And then you add Brandon Cooks. You have Cooper Cup another year. You have Jared Goff year two. You have Gurley. You have Robert Woods. It's like, yo, you just have star, 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 star. Every Everywhere on the field, they have an all-pro caliber player. And on top of that, they have the right head coach to make all those stars play well together. Yeah. And excel. Because that guy could excel with a, a subpar roster. And you give him the best roster in the NFL, and this is what happens. Now, I will say this. Let's relax. Let's pump the brakes on the Rams just, a, nah. just for a second. Just for a quick second. I'm not saying they're not even good enough to win the Super Bowl. They are. But let's not crown them right now because they play two shitty opponents. I knew you were going to say that. And now this is their first real test. No, but I hate I hate that shit because it's like, yeah, you have to beat these. You still have yeah. to beat them. Not true. On your schedule. Not true. Yeah. And I'm not taking anything away from them in that sense. And yo, good teams win. Great teams cover, and they're two and zero against the spread too. <laughs> just saying, so they're showing you that they might be a great team. I actually love that. That's but so yo, this is this is my <laughs> favorite matchup this week because it's now you're gonna see like yo Rams, what's up? Because this team is a team that can match you offensively because they have a lot of weapons on the field too. I I think I said it on the, the recap show how Melvin Gordon and Austin Eckler think of them of how the Saints used Kamara and Ingram yeah. last year, and this team is stacked too. Starting Eckler on my team. Eckler's a good start. This week. Well no, I like it. It's a good start this week. 
Yeah. I was thinking are about you, doing it myself. Are I'm you guys playing, playing each other? Oh, okay, in both leagues. Oh, really? Are we? Bridges B squad? Yeah, that's me. Yeah. Let's go. Yo, Joe. <laughs> go Let me ask you a question. How did Bridget's B squad do last week? You beat me by four. Yo, you're the man. <laughs> I, I, I put you. up 140 points. Suck my ass. And I put up 150. And yo, Jordan Howard. The people should know. Snuck by getting you over. Because I remember yo, I, I needed man. five points out of him. He got me eight. Yeah. It was half. And he's like, why is there like, why am I still down two? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? What's going yo, on? You'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Yo, about this game, I'm happy it's played in uh, the Rose Bowl. Mm. I'm happy it's not in that little soccer stadium. Yeah. The Chargers playing because it's two LA teams. So that that's a first. Um, See what kind of rivalry it brings out of the crowd. Uh, but, yeah, I think the Rams' offense is just too much for anyone at this point. And even, like Nick said, Nick named everyone they added on the defensive side of the ball. So, there's too many, too much all pros all over the place. You see Brandon Cooks taking a deep shot. Then you see Robert Woods going deep. Like, how often do you see two, two deep, uh, you know, weapons uh, lined up opposite each other? So, it's just like, I think it's that offense is too, too much. Too much to cover. You have Cooper Cup, who's a maniac when it comes inside the 20. He'll, he gets open somehow. It's like he's always open, coming across yeah. on like drag routes, dude. I don't know. He's mysteriously always open, and uh, yeah, there's there's just too much for this this Chargers defense, especially if they're without Bosa, which they, which will, they, be. Will, they be. will be maybe in October. Yeah, which is and his brother got hurt too at Ohio State. Yeah, he has like an abdominal abdominal abdominal. abdominal. Wow, wow, that's bad. Abdominal abdominal. Uh, <laughs> I'm so mesmerized. He has an abdominal. No, memorized is what I said when I read the menu. I'm mad memorized by this menu. <laughs> <laughs> Joey was like, excuse me? He's like, Nick, please get the fuck out of this restaurant now. <laughs> yeah, I will say, a matchup to watch is Keenan Allen. I think he's going to have a monster game. Oh, yeah. Because uh, Keenan Allen, he occupies the same area of the field where the Rams could be exposed, and that's over the middle, like where the linebackers are. That's the one weakness. Mm-hmm. That the Rams have, so if you treat him like a pseudo tight end kind of thing, mm. we'll be remiss not to mention the Chargers, right? The, they did not look impressive in their first week, but they look impressive against the Bills. It's hard not to look impressive against the Bills. So I was about I, to say, if you brought up schedule for the Rams, you yeah. better not be saying <laughs> yeah, anything about the Bills. Yo, I kind of disagree with that. I think that they looked, they looked. Uh, like they left a lot of plays out on the table because there was a I, lot of drop passes that the Chargers had. Like that game, they shouldn't have gotten blown out the way they did against the Chiefs. Like they easily could have won that game. It was like uh, Terrell Williams dropped a, a touchdown. A Mike one. Williams dropped a big ass. And you're talking about like this isn't you going up one handed on three people. You're talking about like right on the numbers kind of thing. So I don't know. I I think that it, it might have been just like that week one rust and whatnot. But now with the timing and you know Rivers had a pretty good game last week against the Bills. Um, I, I I'm really excited. This is my definitely my game of the week. Yeah, for sure. That that was the Trav. That's Travis Benjamin who who dropped that giant. Benjamin, one, not yeah, that's right. But look, can this defense st- stop? Because they're going to put up points, and I don't care how good the defense is with the Rams. They're not going to shut out or hold the the Chargers. There's just too many weapons on the Chargers to hold them. You can only contain them, right? So can the Chargers defense contain the Rams enough? for their offense to score enough points and vice versa because it's going to be a, a bend but don't break game on defense i feel like and i think it's going to be turnovers that's going to be the difference and if i'm putting in money of who's going to put a turnover on the board golf or rivers although rivers has kind of put his turnovers issues to the side i can see rivers throwing a big pick and that being the difference in the game i'd be hyped if that actually came true. peters peters intercepted <laughs> him i believe two times last year 
So he might have. Yeah, there's a lot of familiarity. There. Yeah. He was also talking up Philip Rivers in the locker room. I don't know if you guys saw that interview, but he was like, "Yeah, I love playing against Philip Rivers. He's a gamer. He brings it all to the field." I wonder if that's some kind of head game, or if he's just like genuinely complimenting him. People Never say that there's him. no there's no quarterback they've ever played that talks more shit than Philip Rivers. <laughs> like Bob Miller is like, "Yo, I'll sack him. We'll get up and like he's like he'll call me a bitch." Like, <laughs> I mean, you can tell that dude takes his helmet off walking to the sideline, and like no one's safe. Yeah, yeah Dude, he has not. like nine kids or something. Yeah. He's got to come out and express his anger somehow. Yeah, bro, he's fucking. He's he's fucking and he's responsible for a lot of little crying babies. Hell yeah, uh, <laughs> crazy. What's the spread here? Seven and a half. I thought it was six and a half. I thought it was six and a half. You sure? On, I just, on CBS, it's six and a half. I'm not I just put my picks in. Big, oh, oh, maybe big, he's big right. difference. Yeah, it is a big huge difference. huge difference. Wait, why would it jump a point? Bolo tie it's seven and a half. Seven and we half. might, we just Ooh, might be seven and a half. Yeah, we just might be. Booby. Rivers getting a touchdown or more, brother. Love that you spot. Know, you already know I took the charges in that game. You already know that's not the on the 16. podcast, but I'm oh, I took the Rams. Definitely not taking it down the podcast. Seven and a half. Yeah. I think I took the Rams at like my number two t- game. That's like, my sixteen. Really? I got to make up ground, so I'm just shooting prayers. That's a good idea. Wow. Yo, Rivers getting Yo, more it's than only a t- week three, my guy. Like, Yo, well, I have I have an entire week where I didn't pick games because I'm a legend. We tried to cheat the system. Well, I basically we got- had a week where I didn't pick anything because yeah, I think I got four games right did. yesterday. Yo, that's I, true. Yeah, I got thirty out. points total. Bad. That Looks like week. a two hundred dollars in staying in this room, fellas. It's I'm in. Not. I'm in forty fifth place right now, but uh, I'm going up. I'm in like twenty third. I'm chilling. I think yeah, Joe, you're like in like fiftieth, right? I don't. It's I'm not. Oh, so I'm not as bad. I as think I had the most points out of Let us. Let me in, hold in, myself in to a higher standard. But it wasn't much. It was like by like seven points. Yeah, I, I well, it's not hard when I, I think I had like a. Fourteen points. I don't know why I'm putting myself with you guys. Now. I'm, I'm chilling. Last, <laughs> <laughs> you're like top ten, aren't you? I'm like twenty third. Oh, yeah. he was top ten. I put up like twenty points last week. All right, all right. Anyway, let's get to the last game we have here: Steelers at the Bucks. Big Ben. Monday night. It's magic. Why did you say it like that? Magic. I just whatever. It's swagic. Okay. He's got the swag. Get it? Swagic. Boom boom. Yo, these get worse and worse by the episode. <laughs> the, Yo, fact, the fact you felt the need to explain that, like we didn't get it. That's how you know it's bad when you have to defend yeah. yourself. <laughs> That's what you guys say. So, question. <laughs> Does anyone think the Steel like, is anyone like, Yo, Steelers are going to win this game? Yes. Right. Yes, I think the Steelers are going to win this Does game. Does it scare you at all that their defense is like, eh? The thing that scares me the most is their defense is vulnerable to the big play. And, and they're all about the big play down they're, there. And they're also all about that front seven. And one thing that Fitzpatrick does as well as any quarterback in the league, three-step drop out, three-step drop out, three-step drop out, five-step drop, bam, five-step drop, bam. He does not hesitate. He doesn't hold the ball. He doesn't get sacked. He doesn't run. He throws that thing, and he throws it far sometimes. And when you're, and when you're the Steelers and you're susceptible to that far throw, that is the exact weakness that can cost you a game. But at the same time, that offense is just too powerful for this defense to contain at all with the Bucks, And I think that the Steelers' offense, if I didn't make that clear, the Steelers' offense is just too powerful on the other side. And the Bucks' secondary is so weak. And Antonio Brown is angry. Um, Big See, but ben, I don't know if that plays into your point. Like, I, I tend to think that the Le'Veon Bell situation and the Antonio Brown situation now, it's kind of like, what the fuck is going on? And also, like, Tomlin's kind of, like, on the hot seat. Like, there's mm-hmm. a lot of things... That people aren't happy with. The Steelers fans I know are unhappy. Like, the fuck is going on here? You know, it's a fucking dumpster fire now. That tends to 
they're still the better team, obviously. They have tons of weapons, whatever. But at the same time, those things and it, like happening all at once, on top of the fact that this team is rolling right now, the the Bucks and they love Ryan Fitzpatrick down there. You can see they're having fun and shit. Everyone's getting the ball. He's spreading the ball out. It's not like some fucking like one guy's like taking off. Like everyone's doing their job. I don't know. And the Steelers defense isn't playing well on top of that. And and the and Fitzpatrick's putting up touchdowns. Not everyone's doing their job. Their running backs are not doing their job yeah, at all. Whatever. They have no running game whatsoever. And I think that you can't go through an entire year. We've seen this multiple times. Like it's just what it is. You can't go through an entire year and be a successful team with no running game. And only a deep passing game. It's like being a home run hitting team or a three-point shooting team. You live by the three, you die by the three. You live by the home run, you die by the home run. But also to your point, Steelers are really bad against the run right now. They're giving up like 140 yards a game. This so so the, the biggest issue, and it's not going to be solvable, they're 3-3-1 three, three, and one ever since Shazier went out. That's the biggest issue that this team has with him out of the lineup. Because prior to that, the two years prior, they were 22-6-1. So this is a team that greatly misses Ryan Shazier because not only was he your defensive captain, he was also a guy that kept everyone in check. And that's why we go back to that story when Joe's coming back from that Jacksonville game and that guy vented to him at the gas station because they haven't been able to stop the run. And when you can't stop the run, then that opens up things over the top. That's why Mahomes went bananas last week. Yeah. Right. So I think that if you're Pittsburgh – Antonio Brown got 17 targets last week, so it's not like they weren't looking at him. It's just mm-hmm. that Big Ben missed him on a couple of like easy walk-in touchdowns. But, yo, right now you got to ride the hot hand, and like no one's playing. Maybe Mahomes is playing better than Fitz, Fitzpatrick, and besides that, those are the two best quarterbacks in the league right now. I'm going to ask a question. This may be a stretch. Do you think any part of Antonio Brown is kind of pissed that he that like Juju's doing so well? Nah. Nah, I don't think so. All right. He doesn't strike me as a petty person like that. Until it happens, though. Yeah, until it happens. Uh, it it is it does seem like the like the just the tip. Like the entire Steelers kind of have blue balls right now. Their fans, the organization. Here comes a metaphor. <laughs> the, I think it's going to be another week of that because they've been playing with the idea of a championship for like five six years, and they haven't gotten anywhere close. Well, they've gotten close, but they haven't gotten to the dance. I think it's going to be more blue balls this week. I think Chris Godwin, Deshaun Jackson, Mike Evans. You could throw in O.J. Howard now mm-hmm. who's in the mix. We got Artie Burns and Joe Hayden. They'll be turning around running backwards all day. Those Joe Hayden is over the hill now. Artie Burns, first-round pick. Yeah. It's just like he hasn't really done it, you know, since coming in the league. So Yo, there's – Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, 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 I just think those guys, like, are in for a big day. We saw what they did. On Philly, they had no hesitation going deep. O.J. Howard, 75-yard catch and run. The first play of the game, Deshaun Jackson, deep bomb. Like, they're not scared to let it rip, despite no running game. So, I, and this is like the perfect team to let it rip against. Um, I just think it's going to be a long Especially day. Especially right now. That like, with all secondary. the other shit, the fact that their secondary is not playing well, and the fact that the Bucks are playing well, and also, we talk about his home and road splits, Big uh, Ben's home and road splits. They're on the road. They're in Tampa Bay. They're also a slow starting team historically. We're always talking ben about is, the Steelers, yeah, yeah being like ben. one and two, one and three, and then all of a sudden they're thirteen and three, twelve and four by the end of the year. Sure, but that's why I bet against them last week. Or, yeah, last week. I just, I don't know. I, I feel like they're the Bucks aren't taking anyone by surprise anymore, right? So I believe in Mike Evans, but do I believe in Deshaun Jackson? 
I believe in Chris Godwin as a red zone threat, but do I believe in him overall? Do I believe in that backfield? I don't know if I believe in them enough to think that you they can't be schemed against if the proper scheme is in place. And if and I just think it's a bad matchup, but you're talking about with those corners. It is and, a bad matchup. And the one thing I wanted to say is, you know how we always talk about the running back, his prime years are what, five, six years? Yeah. Dude, corner is like that too. If you think around the league, you're a top corner for about four or five years, and then the fall from grace is bad. Yeah. I would even say for the most part, it's less than that. Yeah. It's like that, three years. That's why like guys like Patrick Peterson's been doing it for a and while. Like, and like Revis, like these are anomalies. But yeah, for the most right, part, the someone famous. comes out of nowhere and they have three years and they're like, all right, what happened to that? Like, yo, Casey Hayward got cut by like the Packers and then he was like the number one corner two years ago. And last year he was just, like a top five corner. And like this year he's coming out slow. You know, Joe Hayden, uh, up until two years ago, I was making the argument. I was like, yo, he's the most slept on corner. I, th- yeah, I thought he was the best corner in the league. Yeah. But he's been around the block. He like, has been. Yeah, he's been in the league for a while. He's like 30, right? Yeah. I I like the Steelers in the game. But if one or two, one or two big teams, plays can change that. But I think I think the Steelers will get their shit together. I think Antonio Brown has a big game. I think he... I think he well, this, is angry. He has a point to prove. This is this is a matchup for. I, I think both secondaries are in trouble. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, over. Probably, yeah. Bucks win this game. I feel like there's gonna be a lot of shit going on in Pittsburgh. Sure. I mean, you saw or last year. Yo, Ben if, almost fucking quit. Not quit, but like he was like, I don't know, maybe I should retire. Especially like, with their upcoming schedule. Like, what is that? Uh, like, yeah, and now got, you're doing that. They got Sunday night football against the Ravens. That's always a bar fight. Always, those yeah. two always teams. a bar Then they fight. play the Falcons. So you got you, know, you might be looking yeah. at a rough stretch. James yeah. Conner better show me. Something. Yo, another reason why I'm very high on the Bengals too, especially this hole that they're in now. I didn't expect Pittsburgh to be all one and one. It's it's <clears throat> there's some trouble in paradise over there. James Conner better show up. That's all I'm saying. Better get going and show up. Mm. He's been he's been good through two weeks. I mean, he they were behind the eight ball to down twenty one nothing last week, so he didn't get really get a chance to run the ball. But he only had eight carries for seventeen yards. Did most of his damage through the passing through the air. He had a touchdown, I think, forty yards, six receptions. But listen, if they if they have to get on the ground, now now or never. I mentioned something last week about Fitz, and I said he's great when he has nothing to lose. But now the looming presence of Jameis Winston is breathing down his neck. Do you think that has an effect on him this week? I mean, that's something to lose. He's gonna lose his starting job. Right. So he has to play well. And in, in, historically, in situations where he must play well, he doesn't. I I don't know. I don't. I, the, yo, the way that when you just like look at the Bucks and you look at the post game, you look at whatever, it, it seems like this team's already made up their mind. The, t- the not the, the coaching staff, the players. Yeah, I'm I'd rather have this guy. So I think that takes the pressure off. That like, yo, they win this game against Pittsburgh, and he has even if he has two touchdowns and a pick. Yeah, and they win the game. Why the fuck would you start Jameis Winston? You don't. You definitely don't. Uh, but you ruin everything you've done. He, I agree. I agree. But he's in a contract year. He's a franchise quarterback. It's like you have to know what you have in Jameis. Are you going to re-up him? If we see you have, like Tim says, when the pressure comes to Fitzpatrick, what are you going to do? Resign Fitzpatrick and pay him and be your quarterback? No. We saw how that's failed twice already in two different teams. Yeah, but you like, I'm also someone like you can't get caught up in your money. Like you pay people to win games. If someone else is winning the games better, then fuck your money. You fucked up. Let's just fucking win these games. I think it's more about the money, though. I think if if you decide to stick with Fitz over Winston, you're basically deciding to 
Look Either for a quarterback. Get, yeah, you're looking. You're signing right, up so for a rebuild. That's a short-term answer. Right, you're signing up for a rebuild. Are you Are you ready for that? Because that's a veteran-laden team with a but, couple of young. But pieces. doesn't that But doesn't that say all you need to know about Jameis Winston? That the fact that we're having this conversation, like I've always said, when when Rogers breaks his collarbone, no matter how good Brett Hundley plays or Deshaun Matt Kaiser, Flynn. Matt Flynn, the job is his. But but that's there's a that's a rare breed. Sure. That can't no, get no, no. replaced no, by a, a guy a playing but this well. But there's it's a also difference, the, bro. The, Jameis Winston is one of the quarterbacks that we were like, maybe this dude's like, yeah. like, where is he really? I, I wouldn't be surprised if three years he's a backup. I wouldn't be surprised. He's Yo. not that like great that you're like, this dude's definitely going to be a starter for his whole career. We're not talking about him like that. You say You say that's a rare thing, but Carolina would do the same thing. Atlanta would do the same thing. Um... Money's tied up in those guys. Yes, but the point, but the point is, yeah, like, but they've also established he's not good enough for you to be to not start someone who's winning these games. Who believed in the Bucks before this shit was happening? Who is still? Had, be- I mean, they had the roster too. Look, they do you believe that the Bucks can win a Super Bowl with Ryan Fitzpatrick at the helm? No, but I believe they can win more games with him. So what it really comes down to is, how much do you value winning games this season? Right, you're mortgaging your future for one. Right, for all it, in on this year. Right, that's a fan thing, though. You can't. No, like, that's it's a not, business. That's a, that is no, a no, organization. You have to, bro. You have to. That's not a fan thing. Definitely. But I'm not. saying you have to win games. I go out there, I try to win. If this guy's gonna be a better chance to win, I'm gonna play him. How much is the playoffs spot worth to you? Because you're not winning the championship with Ryan Fitzpatrick as your quarterback, right? You might make the playoffs. You may maybe if this continues. Is that worth not seeing in his contract year? Your number one. What your pick. franchise quarterback? Is gonna do with these weapons that Fitzpatrick is killing with? Well, he had the same weapons last year too. I will ride it as far. I mean, as it Chris goes. Godwin is but much better this year. I'll ride OJ it. OJ Howard in second year, tight ends historically start. That's slow. fine, but Deshaun Jackson didn't have anywhere near That's the true. year that everyone was projecting him to have, opposite of Mike Evans. This is the truth. Also, I would just ride it until the wheels come off. And why, I also think not? that the fact that we're having this conversation, like, yo, how much more time does Winston need? Like, come on, dog. You you had three years in the league. Like, usually after year three, I, I know mean, that the job was his without question going into week one. Fitzpatrick was just going to play and he was going to take his job back. That's a great point. No one thought he was going to put up 400 yards back to back weeks. It's not like he won the job in the preseason. Yeah, you bring up a hell of an argument. It's funny, there. too, because Fitzpatrick has been in this situation where kind of the fran- I mean, Geno Smith wasn't really a franchise quarterback, but Geno got socked in the eye. Fitzpatrick was just born in as a backup, mm-hmm. comes in, takes over, dominates. And carries the Jets to a ten-win season. After that, not much. And look where the Jets were the last, then you know, the two years after that. But when we could have went eleven and five against a five-win Bills team, what right. happened? To cl- winning in, and that's a historical thing with Fitzpatrick. So you're basically mortgaging your entire future, or what could be your entire future, in a guy that not Jameis is not a kind of guy that you bring in there and you're like, yes, but he has been. Successful in his he's career, been to national title games like he has, and he's. And I'm he's, saying he, he he plays he's played under. The he's light. had 28 touchdowns him, in the NFL. I don't even want him for five years. I don't. I don't know. I think you're bugging. Yeah, yo, he has proved himself. Why? He's still a starter in this league. Sure, he's still a starter in the league. But we started in the league. Here's like I'm. I'm not even like. Oh, I need to see him because, dude. Let's say this, right? <clears throat> they win all these games. What does he have? Four weeks. Three. Three weeks? It's so they're 3-0, and oh, and maybe they decide to let him play two more, and then he sucks. And then what? And then what? You get six—you get wh- however many games from Winston. That 
your sample size that we have already plus six games of whatever you get from them. If it's even, if it's maybe not amazing, it's just like decent. Okay, we we're gonna lock him up now. If he comes in and cannot match the production of Ryan Fitzpatrick, you know you're definitely not gonna lock him up. Well, it's also a big ask right now. He's crushing it. Sure, but so, I don't expect him to throw for another 400 yards this week. But yo, look look at what look at what's happening in Philadelphia. This guy won a Super Bowl. And Wentz comes back. It's like, yo, we're throwing him out there. Of course. But Wentz was an yeah. MVP Sorry. candidate. And if Foles James had 400 yards, candidate. also, maybe they say, hey, take it easy. Wentz, get real, get really, really healthy. Also, I mean, he's coming back and taking that job, though, regardless. And let's not forget the off-the-field shit with James, too. That right. is a big factor. Don't right, want right. to deal with that. I don't want to deal with the fact that you're the fucking 21st best quarterback in the league. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Like, the, the girl I don't part. give a shit. I'd rather win games. I don't give a fuck about seeing you for for seven games and then what? I'm gonna give you a contract for five years. I don't want you for five years. But what's the alternative? I don't know. That's the exactly. thing. Exactly. I want to win though. I think I know that this is working. I know the locker room's happy and we're having fun and we're in the media and Ryan Fitzpatrick's going off. I'll just ride the shit to the wheel come off. But then, uh, it's hard though because it is. It I is because like for this season, before. I believe that's the best option. Either one of them. I don't want them for five years. I'm right. not saying let's sign Ryan Fitzpatrick, Ryan Fitzpatrick for a long time. But you know, at the end of the day, fucking if if he goes off, you you win fucking ten games or eleven games or some shit, and you're in the playoffs. Even if you get bounced first round, it's like all right. Yeah. You had a great season though. I'd rather give two years to him than Jameis, who. We've mm. seen what he can do, and he has off the field shit. That he just, Yo, you think he's established himself, Winston, to the point where, like, when he comes back, it should be his job, and that's the franchise quarterback. I I think that he's established himself to the point of he was the number one pick, so that has an establishment in, in, in itself. He's been successful in the NFL, and he's shown at least a couple of signs of being a capable quarterback to the point where if he had a, you know, a solid. Let's not deal with any nonsense from off the field year. Maybe he he goes. What Jameis represents, I think, is the opposite. He represents the unknown. As opposed to Fitzpatrick, where you know, all right, with Fitzpatrick, we can go 10 and 6, 11 and 5, and we're probably not going to go to the Super Bowl, right? But we can have a really good season. But then what's the building block that's next? Because if the ultimate goal is the Super Bowl, then. Then starting Ryan Fitzpatrick in year two in, is not the answer because we've when he re-upped with the Houston Texans he sucked when he re-upped with the Jets he sucked bro the Bills when he re-upped with the Bills he sucked those are three different re-ups where he sucks right after okay and when is Jameis what was he what is he doing though I mean let me yo Jameis when, 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 when Fitzpatrick year. is on he's better than Jameis by far oh, I agree I, so then I'd rather just bank on that happening because otherwise what am I gonna get mediocrity I think Winston has shown seven you. wins. I think Winston has shown you Why what he is. Why do we want seven wins for the next four years? I don't. I, I don't think it is seven wins. I don't think it's it's locked in at seven wins. I think that he could maybe be better. Why? How much? How much more time do you need? He's had one full season. You need more than that. I'm. I'm. But I'm saying. I'm like, bro. I'm, you. We know. I don't what think this Winston do- has had one full year. I think he's played. I think he's played two two full seasons. I'm pretty sure. If we, if we could just fact check that, because yeah. I I think that I think like yo you've. You've been in the league for three years, and the fact that you're having this discussion and you are the number one overall pick. He's played three years, right, Imp? Yeah. Well, it's his third year in the league. Well, it's this, it's, this, this year will be his third. Right, so it's his third year in the league. In, in 
No, this is his fourth year. Right, guys. but he's, right, uh, his fourth no, he's year saying that he played three full seasons, not what year it is in his league. In the league. You're right. It's you're right. Games played. But all right, so when I say full seasons as well, I also mean without distraction. The last two years have been rife with distraction. Yeah, but that's, that's one of his the, fault. That's yes, it is. It is. Yeah. It is. Yo, if you're a quarterback, you can't be doing dumb shit. I'm sorry. Yo, he also has 4, and if you're gonna and you want to be my franchise guy, you better be fucking good and not this yeah. good. Yeah, you, be, you, you better, better be, be way better than this. That's a good point. So for someone who, sure, he's hot and cold, but at least when he's hot, it's a year. Whatever. We'll ride that out. I'd rather give him two years than give this guy five. Why do you want this for five years? Because I, he's young and he has way more potential than any move Ryan Fitzpatrick I was for the next two years. Because he's he represents growth. Promise. Right. He represents promise and growth. Ryan Fitzpatrick does not. And you are mortgaging your entire future if you do not start him. With that being said, I start Fitz. I'm just, I'm kind of just playing devil's advocate here. I go about week the Bucks. to week. Yeah. I would draft a fucking quarterback. You could yeah, do but that. who said if they win eleven games, where are they drafting a quarterback? Well, I'm not. Sa- I'm saying like you guys make it seem like we'll never have a quarterback again. Well, well, it could be as, a couple years. As fucking Jet fans, yeah. we could tell you, quarterbacks don't grow on trees. Although we got one now, baby. All right, but but I'm saying like with with Jameis, do you think he's like a 10, 11, 12 win quarterback? I think he's more yes, likely to be elite. that than Fitzpatrick is. Why is he more likely to be that for the future, not this year? He is more likely to be he's a, younger. A, a, Yes, and, and has potential. Yo, he, that yes, he's played. He's played the three years in his. He had a year with twenty-eight touchdowns, twenty-two touchdowns, and eighteen interceptions. Sure, but that's the kind of shit that you get over when you're young. Brett Favre threw interceptions like crazy. He won a championship. Yeah. He just represents promise. He represents. All right, we have some stability at this position. You are signing up. For chaos at the quarterback position, if you're signing up for Ryan Fitzpatrick playing, all I'm saying is, if I'm the Bucks, I'd rather, I'd rather, I don't know. For if don't so, know. so you would ride it out. I'm, for I'm the season for sure riding it out. Uh, not for the season. I'm riding it out until it fizzles out. That's what I'm saying. I'm week out. to week too. I'm week to week. Yeah, I, I would have to see, and and I'm I'm gonna give him a chance to fuck up too, because you're not just gonna be hot the whole year. Right. You're gonna have a bad game, but like, let's just see. But if you just start fucking missing people, throwing bad and, picks, and, and hold up, why not? Why not this scenario? You ride it out with Fitz next year. Yo, one year deal. I franchise you. You get your money. Prove it to me. Who Fitz? No, Jameis. Uh, if oh, you yeah. want to bring him back, right? Isn't that what Jacksonville did with Bortles? They picked up his option. Yeah, but they started in the year before. Last year was a. F- these athletes are fickle. Like they, if you even the the wait and see approach. Like if you're Jameis, you're the number one pick. I, I actually, you know what? You grow up someone, you deserve what you get. But he's probably gonna feel some type of way about not starting when he gets back. That's Is he fine. gonna be a team player about it? That tells you and, all and, you need and to know. Also, about yeah. also, yeah. 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 Then if he's not, does he? But, but does hey, he? hey, does he? You're gonna you're gonna fault a player for yes. for having com- the competitive drive to play. Bro, he if he's not a- look, if he's not making, if he's not, if he's being a good teammate, but being a dick to management. Nah. That's a different story to me. I disagree with you. He put everything on himself. He got himself suspended three games for his own actions. Well, that's true. You have to be held accountable for your actions. And if someone's outperforming you while you can't play because of your actions off the field, then you then you got yeah. you want me to feel sorry for you? And you, you have your job back. Right. Well, you got to earn it. You yeah. have no reason to think that someone can't take your spot. You're, you're not, not untu- one of those guys. You're not untouchable. Bro, yeah. you're throwing 18 
Interceptions, 15 interceptions, 11 interceptions, and 20-some touchdowns on average. Like 22 touchdowns, maybe. 4,000 yards. And there's a lot of question marks. There is. The character's tough is the X factor here. Because if this 4, was 4,000 yards because I was losing. If this was an injury. That's a good point. This was an injury, though, and Jameis coming back, then I st- it it's doesn't, different. Yo, to me, honestly, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I, I, I think, don't think he's that good that he's not yeah. replaceable. He is. He's he, just replaceable. Yeah. Good quarterbacks are hard to come by. He's not a good quarterback. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's my good, whole nah, argument. He, he, oh, he's, he's, what is he? The twenty-something best quarterback, bro, he, starting quarterback, he's a starting quarterback in the league. Sure. And he's someone they they, they invested so much in by taking him number one overall. Yeah, but sometimes you're wrong. Sometimes. Yeah, right, but right. you're gonna but decide. Who's, who's after to say three they're years? wrong already? To cut weight. Yeah. Cut but, yo, but what you're saying, the alternative is, and we can talk. We'll talk about this like to fucking hell. But <laughs> the last thing I'll say is like, you you're hoping for potential, three seasons. Decent thing to decent case study here. What if you just get this for the next five years? Uh, I think that if you expect any third year quarterback to produce the exact same way that he produced in his third year, unless it's Carson Wentz type production, then that's not how it works. Nah, but the the, the quarter- not how it works. The quarterback jump from year two to three is they say that that is where you see what that quarterback's going to turn out to be in that third year where he starts. Yeah, it was his fucking worst season. Yeah, it was his worst season. So that, that could be telling. I don't know. Between the off-the-field issues and the fact that, like, I just eye test, I don't think he's, like, great. I think there's a harder decision, personally, than Dak versus Romo a couple of years ago. I think it was an easier decision to go with Dak than it is to go with Fitz. It's always an easier decision to go with the young guy with promise than the old guy where you know what you're getting. Right. I agree. And it was the opposite. I was I was Team Romo on that. You yeah. were Team Romo. Like I was too. Hard. Like super hard. <laughs> yeah. Let's not get into that again. Oh, man. We're just texting Ralph. You guys are fucking idiots. Uh, <laughs> 13 right, cool. and 3, though. It's that fucking Aaron Rodgers dick. Um, yeah, and the worst call of all time. All right. Relax. It had something to do with it. That was a bad call with Dondes. That was with Romo. Was that not the, the playoff game with the... You're talking about... No, the one we're talking about I'm is the one where Aaron Rodgers made some miraculous uh, throw. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Oopsie. All right, anyway, let's get to the picks now. Boss is sitting pretty at 5-1 and one on top. I'm, James hit. I'm 3-3 three and three in second place. Nick and Tim are both 1-5, and five, had bad weeks, both went 0-3 last week. So, so I'll let you guys set it off. I'm going to go first. You heard uh, that? So now you can put him last on the pics on Instagram. That's Listen, fine. I, I would have to go. Never mind. <laughs> put mine in the atmosphere first. Patriots minus six and a half against the Lions. Uh, I don't know what the trend is, but I feel like it's a promising trend. Whenever the Pats lose by double digits, come back the next week. Um, teacher versus the student. I got the Patriots on the road. Uh, my favorite bet of the week, Chargers plus seven and a half going up against the Rams. There's no other quarterback. There's no other athlete. I love to back when he's getting a touchdown or more. Give me Phillip Rivers. And my other pick is the, um, oh my God, why did I forget it? Ay, ay, ay. And the Cincinnati Bengals getting three and a half points going into Carolina. They might be again without three offensive linemen is Carolina. I really like that defense. I really like this Bengals team. I think they're going to make noise. I also think that they're going to win the North. So I'm going with the Bengals plus three and a half. Charges getting seven and a half points. The battle for Los Angeles, and I'm getting the Patriots minus six and a half. That's two dogs this week because I know sometimes we get angry when we don't pick dogs. Hmm. 
My turn? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I got Minnesota plus 17 and a half at minus 17. Uh, versus, yeah. mi- minus 17 and a half, excuse me, versus Buffalo. Imagine I was getting 17 Wait, and a half. Wait, is it points. seven? I, I thought it was 16. Was it 16 and a half? I think it was. Please 16. give me the extra point if I could have it. Uh, It is. Wait. Where the fuck is it? Uh, 16 and a half. Oh, fantastic. So Minnesota uh, minus 16 and a half at Buffalo. Um, Without LaShawn McCoy, I don't see how the Buffalo Bills put up a single I point. I think he's going to play. He's supposed to play? He's not ruled out. I don't think he's supposed it's a to play. Threshold the, thing. Uh, I mean, Chris his, Ivory's all over the fantasy radar right now. It's his call. All right, we'll see. But with, I'm still, I'm still taking him even with Shady McCoy. I don't see them putting up more than seven points at the most. Um, and I see Minnesota scoring some points, so that's my pick. Green Bay minus two and a half at Washington. I think that the Green Bay offense is uh, too powerful for Washington to hold up. Uh, that Washington offense became. Uh, real old, real quick. And I got Dallas plus two and a half points at Seattle. I think that this line is a little um, a little looking at Seattle as what they used to be rather than what they are. Um, Dallas has the second most sacks in the league already. And that Seattle line was absolutely atrocious against the Bears. Uh, the Bears are the only team with more sacks than the Cowboys and only have one more sack. So uh, I think it's going to be a long day for Russell Wilson. There was a point where Russell Wilson just looked defeated last game i think we see that again and i got the cowboys uh plus two and a half as my underdog hmm. uh all right cool i'll go uh i also have the patriots i think matt patricia is gonna look across the field shit his pants like, <laughs> fuck this game like look like uh the water boy with the with the playbook. yeah exactly <laughs> yeah, exactly he's got all his plays i think they fucking blow the lines to hell to be honest with you you're own two and you've played like two like all right teams you get up 78 points Jesus Christ, figure it the fuck out. Not to mention, is Josh Gordon playing? Uh, he was limited oh, in practice. Limited capacity. Yeah, he was limited in practice. So three touchdowns. All right, great. Uh, good fucking luck, uh, Lions. Darius Slay might be out, so you might be on to something. Yeah, I, I'm taking the Patriots regardless of Josh Gordon. That's just a cherry on top, the icing. The icing on top of the cherry. The cherry is dipped in icing. It's on top of the cake. Well, that sounds uh, delicious. The next game I'm taking, I'm going to take the Bears minus five and a half at Arizona. I like that pick. What? I have the Bears. Huh? Oh, you have the Bears. Do you guys both have the Bears in your picks? Yeah. I have the Bears. You guys want to make a friendly wager? Why? I'll take the Cardinals. Okay. That's cool. Oh, yeah. shit. Uh, a team who's put Hold up Hold on. Whatever happened to when we put up real money on this show? What? Yeah. Yeah. Put, put no, it up. We'll, we'll put talk, up a shut up, people. We'll, we'll talk after. Yeah, anyway. Uh... But what the fuck was I even saying? No, so the Bears. I'm taking the Bears. Bears. I don't like Mitchell, Mitchell Trubisky. I'm not a Mitch guy, but I think that you do have a good backfield. There's a ton of weapons. I feel the same way about Mitch as you feel about Eli, where it's like there's no excuse. There's too many weapons here. Yeah. Like produce, do yep. something. Not that he's doing absolutely nothing, like Sam Bradford over here. Uh, but uh, he's got to play better. But even if he can't, you can hand it off to Jordan Howard or throw the ball to fucking Cohen. Like, their backfield's good. And Arizona is not playing well against the run right now. I mean, it's only been two games, but just saying. Um, but I'm taking the Bears minus five and a half. This team, six points in two weeks. I'll take it. Fuck it. Uh, also, I had a I had the Chargers also, but I'm going to switch my pick to the Bucks. One and a half. Suck my fucking ass, Ben. <laughs> Your home and splits are too, too trash. And I just think all the stuff in the in in the media and whatever, I would just love for it for, I would just love for it to keep going. I would love for this fucking Fitzpatrick train to just keep rolling, ride it out. Hope Jameis 
fucking gets sent back to the supermarket to steal some more grain. That's a that's a good stadium though for Ben. They won the Super Bowl there. San Antonio Holmes, right? Yeah, your boy was there for yeah. that. Yeah, whatever. Low key, high key flex. Is it a how how cool is that? I'm sure that's gonna make thing. a difference. Cool. Yo, that is Super Bowl here. that is probably my favorite arena I've ever been to. Ooh, that's high praise. You've been to a lot of Super Bowls. No, no, at uh, Tampa Bay. Oh, oh because the, the pirate ship is so far, yo. They shoot can- uh, out the cannons. It's like um, I was gonna say confetti, but that's not it. The um, yeah, it is confetti, right? When they is shoot it? the like the the flares and yeah, then yeah. like fireworks and then confetti comes out and shit. Yo, that shit is like hot. It's, it's like it's like and, and it's a temperature it's, hot. It's like a cannon too. It's like <laughs> when we when we went to Denver, like they shoot fire out of the yeah. scoreboard. It, it gets like ten it degrees like, hotter for a second. It's hot as shit. Yo, when, <laughs> it feels like it's right it's, behind you. It's fucking fire, Joe. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Yo, when it's you used to go to wrestling events and Kane would do the thing with the ring, yeah. you would feel that shit even if you were up there. Yeah, man. God, there's nothing cooler than that. Yeah. Oh god. Speaking of Denver, there you go. Uh, I got Denver again plus five and a half. I Denver. think last week they didn't cover it. Denver. Um, they're going on the road for the first time. I think that front seven gives the Ravens trouble. They started slow last week against the Bengals. Uh, I see maybe more of the same this week. Can I just say one little thing? Go ahead. I'm interested to see how Philip Lindsay does because this is his first game outside of Colorado. He grew up in Colorado. He went to school in Colorado. He was drafted by a Colorado team. So let's see what he does on the road against the. Shouldn't that be an advantage though? This guy's probably never been on a plane He's still in his been life. <laughs> his whole life. Nah, I mean you play Colorado. No, 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 I'm joking. I'm just saying, like, let's see. Really let's see. He was from a small, small a school. Colorado is a small school. You region. No, they're a big Pac-12. Pac-12. Yeah. Yeah, but are, is he coming from a great program against? Hey, put your hand down. You're reaching. Put your hand down. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. You're going top shelf here. I'm rolling with the Chiefs again. <laughs> Minus six and a half. The first two weeks, I got them as dogs, which I thought was kind of crazy. Now it's their home opener. I think they're gonna play to the occasion and put the beats on the 49ers. So minus six and a half for the Chiefs, and I got the Bears minus five and a half against the Cardinals. I think that front seven is gonna be too much. We saw what happened last week against the the Rams front seven for the Cardinals. Uh, much of the same. This is a highly touted front seven with the Mac move. And I think they're going to be open Sam Bradford's face for a lot of the night. So, yeah, those are my three picks. Five and one. If I can go eight. And, no, seven and two. I'll be happy, man. I like my picks. Breaking news real quick. Conor McGregor signs a new eight fight deal with the UFC, says Dana White. Nice. Damn. Eight more fights at Connor. Yo, but who does he have to fight, though? They'll do a trilogy. They'll Khabib? Do a, Khabib? No, wait, oh, Nate? Diaz, yeah. well, Nate has to win. They'll fight Nate, yeah. Maybe he'll get Eddie Alvarez Nate's going to get his ass whooped by Poirier. You know who? Uh, maybe Frankie. In there. It'd be fire. Frankie Edgar? Uh, Frankie's fighting Korean Zombie. Yo, that, the, that 145s is nuts. Because he's still a champ for 145, isn't he? McGregor? Nah, Max oh, is. Oh, Max is. I'm bugging. Never mind. Max, Max run that back. Ooh, now that they're is older, that dude like all right. Max, I don't know. He's, Last time we saw him, it's was, was kind of creepy. Uh, yeah, they were like, "Oh, he's concussed," and then he had like an interview, and he sounded like. Well, Bisping's like, "You're right there, buddy." He's <laughs> like, uh, "You sound a little tired. Are you tired?" When he wanted to be like, "Yo, you're," I think you're dying. <laughs> Go to the hospital, dude. Well, yeah, he had to make that short weight cut. That's why. Yeah. No, 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 no. But he that got he, short. It, yeah, it was. He like picked yeah, up when a fight he, when he stepped in for Tony. No, but he didn't fight that fight. He was supposed to fight. No, um, but he was saying he was cutting for that, and that's why he was supposed to fight. But he didn't make weight. Oh, you're talking about the Ortega fight where he, he was looking sick and he had to. Pull oh, out. that's right. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ortega. 
Definitely the Ortega Fuck fight. It. Def- definitely the Ortega fight. I don't know why I'm trying to tell you. Like, you're on your phone every day, like, fucking figuring all this shit out. Anyway. Bro. Uh, yeah, that is all for this week's episode. Uh, Tim, where can they find you? At Tim Patrop on all social media outlets, but only if you're feeling real, real, real frisky. The new BrotoFantasy.com is up and running. Get, go there for all your fantasy needs. Uh, the Twins rankings are up there, and the pods are up there. So anything you need, BrotoFantasy.com. You can find me at The Lamb Show, Twitter, Instagram, twitch.tv slash The Lamb Show. Um, starting a new show on the VM YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Veterans Minimum. Calling it The Lounge. It'll be just uh, like a messed up version of a talk show. <laughs> but it's me just that like shooting the shit or whatnot. the shittiest lounge of all time. <laughs> it's it's going to be a goat There's lounge. Lamb's yeah. Lounge. Uh, hey, very like very yeah. low budget, that's for sure. And uh, at Degeneration Bet, you get your DFS Fridays every Friday, and you get the game lines where Impy and I break down the entire slate. I can only imagine what's like going to be on the wall behind you in your lounge. Like some wild shit. The color gray. Imp. I-M-P-Y-718. You already know. Twitter and Instagram. Why'd you have your eyes closed? That was mad sexual when you said that. He got, uh, into, yeah. that, he got into that mic. Like, like you know, like 718. Yo, yo, dog, how's Tinder? Yo, Bumble if gang? I had to rank them right now. Bumble gang? Honestly, Tinder first. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Hinge second. Hinge was so good for me when I was single. I Hinge. thought Hinge was like a gay one. No, nah. no. <laughs> I know, I know. Grinders the the big they, gay yeah. one. Yeah. Yo, and then Bumble third. Not fucking with Bumble really, honestly. Oh, all right. But Tinder so far has been. I can tell. NPC. I was on my <laughs> I was on my cousin cousin Pete's Bumble. I was like, I missed this. This is Bro, fun. Bro, his kid's fantasy football team name is Tinder's finest. That's true. Yo, <laughs> Tinder's lit, dog. Endavito uh, twenty seven on Twitter and the gram. Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at Joe Santagato. Go follow the show at Veterans Minimum and our Instagram, Veterans underscore Minimum. And that is all. We'll see you guys next time. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.